Pickaxe. All right, hang on. I'm just going to have a final sip of my tea. Oh, hang mm. on. I'm going to have a final sip of my coffee. Yeah. Big gulp. Mm. Hold on. I'll be back in a minute. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I lied. That wasn't the final sip. This oh, is... man. I'm so glad we did that That mark over a minute ago. I finished the coffee. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back to Pitch Please. You can't uh, start you caught like us that. In the middle you cannot of start like that. No, if it's you, fine. If you start like Let's, that, you um, have to include the coffee drink now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll keep it in. It's not a problem. No, Great. no one gives a shit about the intros, do they? It's brilliant. We'll brush what? over it. Uh, I'm, I'm Alex. This is the podcast where uh, people who play games pitch ideas to people who make them. Uh, Tom, yeah? yeah. What do you say about that? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I thought we had aggressive. we had we had an intro structure <laughs> nearly nailed down. We're also joined by regular developers, Chris. Hi, I'm one brunch club developer and hippotherapist, Chris Yules. What is a hippotherapist? It's therapy involved. It's therapy involving an animal. But can you yeah. guess what animal it is? Cats. That's right, horses. Uh, what? <laughs> it's therapy that involves horses. Sorry. By by James. <laughs> you can do this. Hello, I'm James, one of the two developers working on Drink More Glurp. Oh my god. Nice. That was a pretty clean one. Oh god. Oh, god. oh that well took done. so much. Oh. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh. You can you can, uh, you can be silent for an hour now. now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Well done. Finally. Oh, what episode is this? Like 17, 18, something like that? I think you know, I think we might be 20 plus now. Wow. Really? I think. Oh yeah. my god, I'm so sorry. This week Tom, we're out of your hole again, right? We're out of my we're, hole. We're not, yeah. we're not in the hole. Not we're in, hole. in a different hole. We're in a mine, to which some. is... Oh, maybe not, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not a hole. It's a, uh, a, divot. a barrel. Oh, barrel. A, barrel. a pitch it's barrel. A pit, nice. It's a barrel, yeah. You, got, okay. you need to... Um, it's like bobbing, you know, apple bobbing. Yeah. You've got to stick your face We've in there. We've got to go head first. Hold your mouth, mouth open. open. Head first, mouth open. Crunch down, see what, see what comes out. Um, okay, so only a slim out. chance we... of drowning. Okay, hang on. Slim chance of drowning. <laughs> so we've dunk, we're dunking our heads right, in. Tom's going in. We're dunking Tom's our heads dunking. in. He's, He's submerged. He's come out in his mouth. I'm pulling it. Pop! It's <laughs> lost the game. Sorry, is this is this the the is this the episode that we did with all the sounds? Are we making our own sounds for this no. podcast now as well? No. Okay. <laughs> God no. <laughs> that apparently was a terrible idea. If it were like. <laughs> Yoxcast tweeted that out saying the worst idea that we've had so far. I was they shocked. They also said, pitch please with Tom Hayes. Yeah, like, with like you. Not in every episode. <laughs> Featuring Tom. Unbelievable. Um, uh, so okay. wait, hang on. You said, so, you said lost the game. Yeah, okay. So, all right, look, I've got to admit, I haven't thought of it much more than that. Oh, brilliant. However. Three words. Fantastic. No, no, no. Wait, that was his feel pitch. like. That was it. So I was thinking, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. Give it, right. I, I've written some, I've written a, a bit of it down, like a bit of information down. Okay. But I feel like you don't need, you don't need that much for a game like this. For something like Lost the Game, like that to me just sets off so many things firing that it could just be, it could just be anything. But right. my feeling is, right. Okay. So elevator pitch. It's The Witness meets Rust meets Telltale's The Walking Dead. Okay. okay. The We're on an island. Okay. okay. You have these. I, I see. Okay, you, yeah. Mm -hmm. You see where I'm going? I think. Uh, I see. Uh, uh, yeah. 
You've got the witnesses this way. <laughs> I, I feel like no you're idea. a hero. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this strange island you've just you've just crash landed on. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe you have characters from the TV show. I don't know. I think that'd be kind of cool. Hurley. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, Hurley's there with you. But you're not one of those characters, right? You're just a scrub. You're just a random person. Right, okay. Maybe there's a character creation. That's where the rust, part of the rust element comes in. Sure. Uh, the witness, you have this, obviously there's the, the the similarities with the strange islands that you have no idea what's going on there. Initially, you think, oh, it's this beautiful, peaceful island or whatever. But the first thing that happens, I don't know, you're like, okay, what do we do? We're in the middle of nowhere. Fuck, a polar bear comes out. Hurley wrestles it to the ground. You have to help him kill it. Love that episode. That's a great one. Hurley ain't Um, shit. And uh, (laughs) And John Mark is in the back screaming um, wildly, just like the show. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And um, yeah, throughout that. so, So the game then is basically you have, maybe it's a day, maybe it's a day, night cycle. You have to go out explore the the island areas of which probably are locked off to you in a grand theft auto style way that like you know you have to you have to progress narratively to unlock yeah yeah um and as you do that you have to like you you encounter these strange puzzles you have no idea what's going on and you as you as you solve these puzzles while you're solving them you're not only uncovering like the the overall story of the game and what's going on uh, but you're, you're, you know, you're discovering new characters, blah, blah, blah. You're also having to forage and find uh, find materials and food to then take back to the camp in the evening to, to you know, to expand your camp, to keep your, your fellow people alive, all this kind of stuff, while wrestling with relationships with the other... And polar, polar bears. The other, and polar bears, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah? So, 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 there's, so you find a hatch, for example... I mean, are we are we going hmm. hard on this? It lost the game. I do, I mean, I I feel like Lost left so many things unexplained. Mm. Also, oh, we we're, 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 we're the we're the we're the right, answer. Or, yeah. Or we, do you remember that time? I'm sure many people we did, disagree with me. We that, we but. we we went down a, a path of adding celebrity endorsements to our games. And I think mm. after one of the episodes, Alex said, let's try not to add so many celebrity endorsements to our games. But how about we just shove a whole TV franchise in there? Well, <laughs> okay, yeah. look, wait, right. I see what you get. But like, okay, maybe it's not lost. The game. Maybe it's not the actual brand. This is just the forest. It's, it's the forest. <laughs> no, no, the, for, the forest is just a survival game, right? And there's a but, bit of like, okay, story this is in the there. The forest with, with speaking. Okay, let's. Okay, Chris, try and figure out what game I'm describing here. Okay, y- you crash land on a mysterious island. Fire a plane. Vi- a plane, yeah. 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 Your plane crashes on a mysterious yeah. island. Uh, yeah. There's weird, like underground stuff going on with like this cultish sort of group of people, and they they take your son. Um, and you've got loads of different like hidden areas and mysterious parts of the island that you can explore. Mm-hmm. What game am I describing here? Am I describing Alex's idea or am I you're describing just, the forest? <laughs> you're describing the forest and also lost the video game. Yeah. Um, Telltale. Except- tell, it's, it's Jonathan Blow's Telltale Presents <laughs> Lost the Video Game by Gary Newman. Not the not the band man, the man who made Face Punch Studios, who made Rust. The Rust man. Oh, not, right. not, okay. So that, that's the other <laughs> maybe element, he does, right? Maybe Rust Gary Newman does the soundtrack. Have. Like, you know, let's but just... Here in my plane. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, crashing my plane. <laughs> I'm on an also island. have, like, dun, these warring... Because you have the others, right? That's another thing that you have in Lost. So you there's, mean, like, uh, you maybe... Ethan Rom. And, and uh, what's his name? Um, I've got... I've written here... Richard! 
with question mark question mark exclamation point. <laughs> Do you remember Dick. Richard Dick? He's Sorry. the guy who with the- he appears occasionally. He's like ageless and beautiful, and yeah. he he just he's ty- he appears like all over the place at is different he, times. Is he the, uh, see you in another life, brother. Guy. No, that's Desmond. Oh, Desmond. Yeah. That's Desmond. Is, is Richard the guy that wrong. has uh, eyeliner, but he doesn't have eyeliner? Yeah, he has some eyeliner. But yeah, he, yeah. Because I, I, exactly. I looked it up and I was like, why is he wearing eyeliner? He doesn't. He's just got naturally dark eyes, so he's just always fabulous. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh it's the guy. It's the police commissioner from Batman. Yes, I think. yes, 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 yes. That's how Gary I remember Holman. him. No. Gary Holman is a <laughs> yeah. Gary Newman. The, the, yeah. The, the, no, sorry, he's the mayor. He's the mayor. He's the mayor. In, um, <laughs> oh right, because Dark Knight. So not yeah, police Ethan Rom. I remember him because his name is literally an anagram for other man, and uh, <laughs> he was part of the others. And there was yeah. the Dharma Initiative, right? They were the people that had the secret Spoilers. patches, right? And yeah. all the hatches, there was like eight different hatches that had different names, like Hydra and all these different ones. And there was the, yeah, you had to yeah. press a button every 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42 minutes. Sorry, is this yeah. now keep talking and nobody explodes? What are we doing here? So if, you see a, if you see hey, a yellow button, another, yeah. maybe that's it. One person has the instructions for the hatches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you're at a red hatch and there's two blue wires, press it every, every if the number ends in a five. There oh, we go. it's a multiplayer game, but you're in different. You're on different parts of uh, like four different islands, and they're only six, different islands. They're all interconnected via underground mysterious hatches, or maybe they're not okay. connected. Uh, but you're kind of like communicating across different islands like that via so radio, in-game multi, radios, right? In-game radio, multi-islands. Uh, non-connectivity survival game. Everyone has to survive. Keep talking, and and no, island, keep non- talking, and nobody gets lost. I'm, yeah, I, go, I really like go. the idea. The Dharma Initiative for me was the best thing about Lost, and the thing that they completely yeah. were so underwhelmingly explained or anything to do with that. I like the idea well, that the game has that narrative about uh, you know what is the Dharma Initiative or whatever we would choose to call it in this game. What is this mystery organization? Farmer initiative. And, and maybe it's got a bit of like um, oxen free thrown in where maybe there's some like, uh, uh, what's it, what are they called? The, the, the towers that give out the signals. Um, they're like signal towers. Signal towers. Uh, the no, num- oh, num- <laughs> number stations that's what they call it and it would be like number stations really yeah. eerie recordings of like a series of numbers but by different hosts or they'd have little oh jingles God. and they're super creepy so maybe you've is got to oh, investigate yeah. like a- is it open world do yeah. the towers unlock part of the map is this okay, now a ubisoft so I, game I, I was <laughs> no okay, okay so chris you, you joke but i was i was imagining it as a kind of you like joke, far cry up. style <laughs> you joke but you're <laughs> ruining my idea I'm taking this very seriously. No, but like, I was Far imagining it's kind of maybe maybe Far Cry where you like you have a large open world that's very beautiful and lush, but but it's not just this. Like I hadn't imagined there would be combat. Really, there probably could be like, but but not like proper Far Cry. You've got a fucking AK and you're running around. You know, it's not nuts <laughs> like that. It's, no, like, it's maybe hand to hand, like combat Green Hell or basic pistol. Like if you have a pistol, that's a really big thing. Like there's someone in the like maybe your entire group has a pistol amongst them and, and like that's 10 like, bullets yeah exactly well, um, what if you could choose a starting character and every starting character had a different thing because then you could have the you know the air marshal he has a gun that's his starting thing but that causes tensions right. amongst other people and then, and then your whole tale your telltale thing comes into it where you can befriend certain people and then you gain 
certain Wait, access so it's a Telltale to game where things. you can pick the character that you're playing in the story. Maybe you pick the character at the start, yeah. Because uh, I, I like, know... You might think is... the gun is overpowered, but something... <laughs> Maybe, Early maybe on it's just you, whatever you can salvage. Maybe what's salvageable is mm. randomized. So maybe there is a gun in in a location, but next time you play, it will be somewhere else. And I don't want to make this a roguelike, but uh, <gasps> there, there, there is <laughs> the, the potential for, <laughs> you know, you might find the sh some shrapnel. You can craft a rudimentary club or something. Or I, I've, so that's, that's the rust element, thinking, right? That's it, the rest of it. It is kind of roguelike it a little bit, where a Telltale game word. where you can pick any character in the story. I know this is nigh on impossible, <laughs> but that would be amazing right. if you play through the story. That and let's say you play yeah. as let's say you play as Jack throughout the entire story, which is basically lost, yeah. right? Um, but then you see a character, you're like, I kind of want to, I kind of want to experience this story from his angle, and you play through the Telltale game from this person's perspective. And maybe it's totally different. Maybe yeah. Jack is an asshole in this story. Uh, <laughs> although it's the same story, like the same story beats, all the things sort of happen it's in different the same perspective. way. different perspective. But you see a different perspective on it. Maybe a character yeah. goes missing for like three hours and you're like, I, I want to know where they went or the things they saw. Yeah. And, and it's only at the end of every character's story that you get the full So is this now, Lost. In, in the way it plays out, if there's no combat or anything mm -hmm. like that, and it's a story, <laughs> is it like everybody's gone to the rapture and, you know, the whatever happened to what was it Edith or whatever I can't remember the, the name uh, of the game. Yeah, Edith you know Finch. what I'm talking about. Edith Finch. <clears throat> yeah. Is it kind of like your traditional walking sim, but not as no, no, not no. as not as dialed back as that? But it has extra things where you could do. I'm not imagining it as a walking sim, like. And, but I mean, in terms I mean, of just maybe it general be. gameplay, because you said there's no combat, but there is exploration. There could be combat, and uh, I suppose I don't know. Would you call the witness a walking sim? Is that like a no, or is it but that, 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 that's a puzzle game. So that's, that's a puzzle uh, game. With yeah, walking. I, I'm, in terms of interactivity, I'm imagining that level of like puzzling or interacting with your environment. So it's so, so it's not a survival game. Well, really. it, it, but that's Lara the other thing. Croft's I think it would be lost. kind of cool to be able to have like you, <laughs> so Uncharted, you're on a time limit lost. because it's it's daytime, right? You have to go out into the jungle. That's the only time you can like it's too way too dark in the jungle to go out and do anything in, in the nighttime unless you have like really decent resources. Maybe one of your characters has a torch as a starting item. Mm. But that, okay, yeah, so perhaps and you could... Is this, it, wait, is this a first-person survival game like The Forest or Rust or is this a Telltale game? Well, both. why not both? <laughs> okay. Like now, what if there are ele elements a of a Telltale game? Uh, if you say okay. why not both, <clears throat> that begs the question, how, how the fuck... I can, so, I can okay. figure that out. Alex yeah. will remember this. You just walk around and you go, okay, say... say <laughs> Everybody disliked that. Um, <laughs> say, if, say if, you know, Tom is standing over there. I'm running around, I walk up to him, and then it becomes like the Fallout 4 where you have set choices and they can have deliver a oh, response. Set not choices like Fallout 4. Yes, 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 sarcastic and no. Well, no, but you have... I mean, I mean in, presented in that option or like the Telltale. But Telltale, Telltale's not doing anything spectacular in terms of its dialogue tree or the way it works it's just instead of walking from one character to the other it does it for you it's not hmm. exactly yeah let's say groundbreaking let's say it was more of like a mass effect star radial option thing right like that okay. could be one the, or, or the renovated. other thing that i was thinking was that maybe it could be and this this would be going deep into the lost actually just taking lost and making it lost the game but if you were to have flashbacks of characters 
and the flashbacks <laughs> oh were God. the telltale things <laughs> and everything else was just like but but i i really like the idea of you, you're on a time you wake up it's the more you have you wake up at dawn like first light you have to get out there your main job at least to begin with until i guess you uh, uh, like you find other ways of not automating it but getting other people to help you is just to survive so it's just that's a very classic you know, survival game thing you just have to find resources see if you can find food maybe hunting animals so it's like there's that element in there Mm. Um, and then taking stuff back to the camp. But while you're doing that, you're slowly uncovering these strange things on the island that make no sense, like like the Dharma Initiative, the hatch or whatever. And you have to start piecing these things together, uh, but under the time pressure of trying to get everything done before it gets dark. Because when it gets dark, maybe it's not that you can't see, maybe the others come or, you know, we introduce other other factors. Or you've got to build okay. a camp or something. You've got to just keep yourself sheltered, safe. So that's that's yeah. the forest. <laughs> I've never played the forest, so I'm but it's not boring. The, the cannibals come out at night. Yeah, so, so how does how does the forest... Is it is the forest basically just a survival? But the is, sand, is there a story yeah, to it? Yeah, sandbox survival game. There is a story. Yeah, there is a story, but that's why I'm confused. Like, it, how much of this mm. is your idea is a sandbox game versus a kind of linear story thing so okay so i'm very much leaning i'm very much leaning towards the linear story okay, okay. so it's telling it's telling a story that is not going to change okay mm. in the same way that <clears throat> like it's telling like you know not quite on the naughty dog end of things but maybe something more like you know control uh where you you start you enter this building and you have no idea what's going on and it's it's open it's open in the sense that you can go to different areas at your leisure and you have side missions and stuff to uncover but it's telling a story that is very much fixed and there's like a alien isolation that's the my reference yeah. point on yeah, that yeah yeah that yeah you're mm. you're Just, restricted by where you can go but things are cut off but once you unlock them you can go there wherever you want you can come back whenever you want but the story forces yes. you to go to these new places and sometimes it doesn't involve backtracking through certain areas because you've now unlocked it, but it keeps it, it gives you the impression of open world. But it really is just an open environment that you can you can explore the story as you want, but you're still nudged towards the story constantly. Like it's always, yeah. or I guess like you know, like Fallout or like the Outer Worlds or those kind of things, where it's like again, those are fairly open world games, I would say, but they're not sandbox. They, you know, you you have a story that be that's beginning there's to end, and you will complete the game. World. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And maybe there's some way of bringing those two things together because I, I think like I love the idea of having this strange like one of the reasons I love The Witness so much. I think probably everyone, why everyone initially at least like was interested in Lost was because of just having these strange mysteries that you want to uncover. And I think mm. putting someone narratively in that position where you're slowly uncovering this strange like. The island and all these mysteries feel so much bigger than you. And then you're introducing like another faction, maybe the others or whatever, you know, appear. And there's there's that side of things. There's like your own your own group is falling apart. You have to manage that. Hmm. Um, so, okay. It sounds... So, sorry. Hmm, if the AI is assisting in delivering the story, but you also have yeah. to manage their survival... Isn't there a point in which, say, a character dies because you couldn't manage the resources and stuff, but that character is integral to the story? Like, how do no, you, you get, could, how do you bypass that? So, with that, you can just be like, ah, oh, hey, oh, they, I don't know, like something stupid where they they just have a journal, right, and it writes down the next sort of like things that they were involved with. Like, oh, I, I found this this item the other, the yeah. other week on the island, 
uh, I wonder what it means. And then like you, you can search through it. But the way I was thinking, then could you just could you just starve them immediately, very quickly, to get the journal, <laughs> and then just then just figure out what's going. On. But like, what what I, it, it might make hunting Sorry, hard or something. Like you could give other negatives of not protecting your your team, couldn't you? It's just like but that's maybe. what I mean by yeah. everyone has a purpose. Everyone has a like a everyone has their well, I, role. It's hard. I was thinking maybe in terms of. Sorry, James, gone. I was just going to say maybe dies, it's hard to kill lives, them, but Alex. you know they might. <laughs> um... James, is he, oh, did James, is James gone? James is gone. The image is frozen. I can fill in. Hello? I have a point to make. Oh, God. You know me. <laughs> Chris, sorry, yeah, um, please. I, I, for me, it sounds like a cross between The Witness and Uncharted, right? So you've got these these ruins that you can sort of, you, you as you're going around doing your day-to-day survivally stuff, you can stumble on mm-hmm. some like artifacts or something. You might find like a uh, broken off bit of like an ancient tablet and then you might see... Like and then, like in the witness, <clears throat> where you're looking for patterns and you're looking for even perspective-based patterns. Maybe you collect all the bits of this tablet. You don't know what it means, but there, it's quite an obvious sort of image on it. And then maybe you're walking through the forest one day, and then something like a lines, and then you see that image, yeah. like within like three rocks that are like spaced out from each other. You see that, and you're like, "Holy shit, I know that." And then that. Mm. That, that helps you uncover something which is integral to the story, or it could that, yeah, you know, that just is... help you speed through it. Yeah, like that—that that is one of the best things about the witness. Have you guys all played the witness? I, yes. I, have, I haven't played it. Yes. No, it's very good. It's, it's very, very good, it, it, and I love the way they grow their off. trees. <laughs> you you just wake up on an island well you don't even wake up you just appear on an island a door opens and you're on this island you don't know what's going on and there like there's a panel in front of you that is a, a very basic puzzle where you just click a dot and then drag it towards towards the end of a line. Mm. And the whole game is based around those puzzles where you just get these panels and they're almost like mini mazes really, aren't they? You just have to figure them, figure out how to do these little puzzles. And and the island is just full of them. There's hundreds and hundreds. But one of the, the, the great things about it is that the way they expand that is that you begin to see recognize patterns everywhere not just in these panels yeah. but in the in the environment, in the environment. No, it's and really well done. like that feels incredible yeah um but i mean in terms of like tom what you were saying about the hit like what what you're doing about if, if you accidentally or if you if you starve you know the npcs so then how are they involved in the narrative anymore the, the way i would imagine combating that is to have basically hero characters that you have the main safe you say if you have like jack and kate and sawyer and lock, lock or whatever right so those are the you, you have your you have the scrubs right those kevin's are the people you have to keep oh, alive kevin yeah uh, and those are the people that are, that are dependent on you to bring them resources to bring them the things that they need to keep the camp going to feed themselves and all that kind of stuff the hero characters are characters that go off and have their own adventures and they they are not dependent on you so it's more of a like it's more of a you're bringing resources for the camp Mm. rather than to keep people alive and it could be a happiness that you know you could you could have any metric you wanted for that just for like you know like maybe if people die off if you don't if you don't bring enough food then people will starve or maybe they'll leave which then makes it harder to keep other people happy to keep the camp going or whatever but but these hero characters are still always there they're always like involved in the narrative and they they don't they can't die in that way but they can die narratively but okay okay so this um yeah 
this reminds me a lot of a board game I played once ages ago, and even then I didn't complete it. <laughs> it's Robinson Crusoe Adventures on the Cursed Island, it's called, right? So the way that like is done, I, I didn't play a lot of this yeah. game, so I can't say for certain how it is played. However, you play right. as the characters, like the cook, the carpenter, the soldier, and the explorer, right? So you're not hero characters, you are just a role, right? So maybe okay. at the start of the game, yeah. you pick the cook. You're better at preparing meals and making sure people don't get food poisoning and all of that stuff. And then there's the explorer who can explore more parts of the island. In that, I'm kind of imagining that instead of this being like, like I don't know, in my head, it's like a first-person, you know, Rust survival game that has story right. elements and stuff in there and there's people that you're trying to keep alive. What if it's instead, it's just like a map overview almost civ like in that you've got that sort of perspective on the game you okay. have your four specialized people that are on the island for maybe four maybe more whatever but everyone in the game is essentially like a unit so they're not necessarily ai or a character you you just assign them jobs so maybe you can say well i want the explorer to explore more of the island and maybe they'll uncover a hatch or maybe they'll uncover the polar bear like sleeping pit or something like that where the polar bears what, so is it, is it randomized they, they have what a sleeping pit yeah yeah <laughs> um famously and, and in the, this board game this robinson crusoe board game there's different scenarios as well i'm sure one of them is just escape the island or build a boat or whatever but um so there is kind of like a story that you follow in that board game it's not as okay. mysterious island as it as as like the lost one is it's just deserted island you have to survive but um you know, maybe you assign a person to build the camp and then by the next day, the camp has been built because you assign this person to it or maybe you assign the wrong person to it and there's a chance for it to fail or maybe not be as good. It'd take longer. So yeah. you kind of are just treating the people almost like, again, XCOM, but almost like XCOM units where they have the specializations and they're better at that. So if the explorer dies, which is, I suppose, quite likely then maybe yeah. it's harder to explore the rest of the island because the other people aren't specialised in exploration. Um, so can you train these people up to become another explorer by sending I, them out, or is it... Maybe they have like a... You, they, when they're gone, they're gone. Yeah, I feel like it's a very board gamey thing where you have characters that are... You know, you've got this person who's got 10 exploration, but this other character, the spy or whatever, has really high... Or maybe the cook has really good cooking skill, but their exploration is quite low. They can still do it, but they're just not as good as the other person. Right, okay. Um, so maybe it's done in that way where you're kind of trying to figure out, like, I've got 10 people right now at the start of the game. I so it's like Fallout Shelter? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, <laughs> Remember, like Tom, the there's the always a game. More, more there's always a game. <laughs> It's always a uh, bigger but I, fish. But I think that that could be, like, that sounds pretty cool because then you could have, you could really, like, narrow it down to... Perhaps the the overall objective is um, I don't know like f discover the secret of the island. That's just what you have to do. That's the what's the, that's what the game is about. Yeah. And it, in order to do that, you need to you need to keep your people alive. You need to send out your explorers. You need to I don't know like yeah do all these different things. And and or maybe you have different I don't know different win objectives depending on when you start the game. That could be like that, if there was much shorter games like that, like an hour long or whatever, then you could have with each with each new game that you play, you could have a different win condition: mm. escape the island or discover the secret or whatever. But I, I do really like that element of 
having like what James was talking about, the Dharma initiative and stuff, and just having like these, like some kind of huge, weird secret to uncover. And well, you're, yeah, you're just... Mm. I, I think, think the Chris, thing that... I think the thing that oh, sorry, Chris, go on. <laughs> James, there is a rule and it is putting hands up. <laughs> what school did you go to? He's holding the sorry, I couldn't. Pillow. I couldn't hear you. I have the talking <laughs> stick. Um, so, in, is it now the, the way you're describing it makes it seem like a strategy game now, or is it like you walk up to a, a, a map of the island at the start of the day and you can go, you know, click on a, a point on the map and go send yada yada here, and then they go off, or is it that is that? an aspect of it or is it now not a first person Tom's thinking very much strategy not not third person right is that what yeah, you're I'm thinking like a top island a top top down view of the game uh, or the island itself when you land all of the vision you have is the beach that you've landed on or whatever so uh, there's fog of war the explorer out. yeah you send oh, the explorer okay. out maybe it's tile based you move over to a different thing and a sort of area of the map is flipped um, so Catan but the, Catan the- yeah. And Gloomhaven, and also Robinson Crusoe: Adventures on the Cursed <laughs> Island, the board game. James, sorry, you had so a, to, to me <laughs> that that just seems like such a shame because if you had it first person designed this beautiful environment, that's just ripe for exploration. You want to go and climb up the mountains. You want to go digging through stuff. It's like I I think I, I don't know. See that mountain? You can climb it. Yeah, I, I, um, personally, I, is that I an oblivion think... reference? <laughs> to to counter your uh, annoyance of the design because it's a top-down game, I bring to you Exhibit A: Renowned Explorers International Society. Okay, well, what is again, that? What is this? Tom, Never this is a this is an audio-based podcast. Um, <laughs> well, I, also, I'm the Listeners, only one looking at it. So look, describe Explorers it. <laughs> International Society is a game where you are explorers going on to yeah. islands or like temples or whatever you pick three at the start it's um and and it's a top-down game where you've got you start on like one point that point you can move along to one of three different points every time you go to the point there's an event that happens kind of kind of ftl in a sense where you're exploring through the galaxy map um i'm looking at it here yeah and, and there's also like a sort of XCOM-y style combat to it where it's like hex-based combat and um okay. and the, the design of that game is wonderful like all the characters are really well done and it's um it looks amazing uh, and also is a very very fun game but that's, so we now that, made that's done in a top-down sort of style have we now made like the opening section of divinity um, not every game has to be well, like another I, game, Chris. I said, well, no, but I'm trying to give people, I'm trying to give myself and people listening like a point of reference in terms of, because we still haven't really nailed down how it plays, what it looks like. Who is even the target audience for this? Is it people that play Lost? I hate Lost. I hate the show. Can, Which is why I stopped like- watching as soon as a polar bear was in a forest. And I was like, you know can what? It, Fuck this, I'm out. Can it just uh, look like Firewatch? Can can watch Lost... Firewatch like, would look great. Firewatch. That's what yeah, I, that's yeah. what I've got in my head. I've got Firewatch style, that kind of exploration, first person. I want the Uncharted notebook, and I don't think you ever have a map. I think you draw your own map, which is something that Josh and I were thinking about for a puzzle game. But I'll, I'll borrow that for this. Is that I think there's something ah. to the exploration, and you are drawing points on a on a crudely drawn map, and. I've just finished Uncharted 4 the other day and I really like the way they pushed that notebook oh, where they had more yeah. of a narrative through that where yeah. 
the notebook uh, is really good. Nathan actually, you know, he's funny in it. He's like making yeah. commentary. He's like, if there's an, I, I want that, and then I want the hero characters that if they die, they drop their little notebook, or you can go rummaging through their diaries if you're that way inclined. Okay, so you rummage through their stuff. And uh, see, this is this feels like at a, at a, a point now because James and Tom are talking about two, two different quite different games, yeah. but I think they're both they're both like it could totally go either way. Like they're both We've just made Dragon really Age. interesting. And how? Because in Dragon Age you can <laughs> play it two different ways, Chris? right? In Inquisition, right. you can play it the way how, James oh, wants to how in Firewatch, that? or right. you can do strategic mode where you can play it above, like. Divinity. Oh, so I see, suppose. The, oh, that's see, not really. That's Tom, not the same. That's, from, that's just a uh, how to. Oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> see, all it takes <laughs> that's is a simple perspective change, right? That's not the same as like. Part of it, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, <it's> Dragon Age. <laughs> Wait a I don't know. Like just I, made I, The Simpsons. Has this game got a main menu? We just made The Simpsons. We made The, the Simpsons movie. hit and run. <laughs> 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 Guys, I think we've made Scrabble. No, but is this monopoly? <laughs> I don't think there should I, be I, any menus. As we don't no have menus. a clear, we don't have a clear. We've got two different games. We don't have a clear idea of what it actually is. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to piece together okay, from, but, from things that right, I know. Chris, okay, how are you feeling James between then? And then you, I feel, yeah. I feel it's time it for you and James to decide who's like to actually fight, have a physical brawl, and the winner is what we choose. <laughs> right? Okay. Okay, so Tom, Tom, what is what is your idea of this game at this point? So my idea is a top-down map view strategy esque game where you have your your hero characters are not John, uh, sorry Jack, Locke, the girl, Sawyer, Herb. <laughs> you ha you have the cook, the explorer, the, girl. the I don't know the 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 forager, the hunter, like Jumanji. Uh, the cook, the wife, so, the so thief. So you've got like the four like hero characters, but you've also got like fifteen like not nobodies, but they're also just people in your camp that you can set off to do different tasks. And every day you assign a task to them. The explorer, I want you to go north and just see what's there. The cook, I want you to prepare all these meals that the hunter has gotten on the previous day. And at the end of the day, you yeah. get a rundown of what's happened and all the events that come up from that maybe you send an explorer out with the hunter and maybe there's some story elements that happen between those two characters and there's some event that happens between those two maybe something happens where the hunter actually hates the explorer for whatever reason and just kills the explorer out in the wild and you're like whoa okay what um but so how are you imagining those narrative those things taking place because that for me is what is really important about the the, the core of the game is like having that story to tell it's, it's like an end so of day like your involvement in the game is giving them jobs. You just tell them what to do and they right. do these things on that day. Then at the end of the day, there's like an end of day rundown and you're like, the camera zooms in on the Explorer and you're like, oh shit, there's an, there's an event that's happening with the Explorer. He's found something. And then the event pops up, like a text on screen, maybe an image to yeah. you know, encapsulate the event as a whole. And then maybe a choice comes up like, oh, the Explorer has found a ravine. He really wants to get across it because then he'll be able to do this. Do you want to build a bridge with the 20 wood you've gathered? Oh, you don't have 20 wood? Okay, he'll try and jump it or you ignore it. And if he tries to jump it, there's a chance he fails and dies or gets injured or whatever. And then when you finish that event, camera zooms out, it then zooms in on the cook and there's an event that happens with the cook and all the people involved in that event. Um, okay. 
So that's how I'm imagining it. And and you kind of, it, in that sense, it's like a survival this. game based on more on resources and I mm. guess a, a lot of different meters, which we love. There's a happyometer, a sanitometer, a foodometer, a <laughs> thirstometer. Um, and that's and that's kind of how the survival game works. And you explore the story through events. Chris, you've got okay, a problem. I'm I just imagine. assuming. No, I'm just assuming it's isometric. In my head, as soon as you mentioned all that, it's like isometric view. Yeah, it's either isometric right. or like you know. Especially when you zoom into the to the people, and also as you were saying, like you would get a rundown of the day. And yes, I'm going to mention a game again. Yeah. Uh, the way again, the way Fallout Shelter does it, where you send a guy out, right? You get a rundown of what they did, and it says like I've, I've encountered a you know. Uh, what they're called uh, mole rat I've I killed the mole rat he dropped this I picked this up and then like you you can you can go back through and see the list or does it and then only like major events you interfere with but you can see all the things that happened up to that along the way and yeah, do you I mean, press think- do you press like after you've sent them off in the morning do you press like a button that says like next event or do you does it just play out not real time but has a as a timer that just goes out through the morning because otherwise you're sitting there doing nothing I, I mean, I feel like you 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 set the people doing their little tasks. Say, for example, let's focus on like the hunter. Like you send him out into the forest, mm-hmm. and the moment you've set everyone to do their things, you basically just press play, and you can see, maybe not in huge detail, you, like you can't zoom in and see the hunter, you know, lining up a shot from behind a tree and shooting a bear. Maybe it's literally the hunter is there with a bow drawn, just bouncing around in an idle animation, and food pops up above his head, like the food icon appears, yeah. like Bing, Bing. Bing, almost like game dev tycoon, I guess, in a weird sense. Um, but for major as, events, you would have a choice to do stuff. Yeah, maybe maybe it's like you in the morning you set their tasks. Maybe you can also say, I want to change their task halfway through the day. So it is, in a sense, yeah, you set their task and you kind of just watch them do their thing and you see resources coming in. You see people moving across the map slowly and then suddenly it zooms in on someone and that's when you have an involvement. Um, and then it comes out and maybe then you can pause the game and say, okay, I want to change the structure a little bit. I want to change how people are doing things. Um, right. And then you sort of, so the involvement, you don't have massive involvement. Like you're not manually aiming the bow for this hunter, no. but it's still, you know, seeing the resources pop up, seeing your people do these different things, seeing the events come up. It's still fun. Like it's still good. So could you have like, talking about like strategy games, thinking of like XCOM where you have the, um, there's that timer essentially, right? What's it called? I can't remember the, ca- the countdown. The thing. avatar. The avatar, pro- yeah, yeah. So, like, what if, Not in terms of being able to push the story along? <laughs> did we um, mention this last week? If, yeah, we do. Yeah, every. I week think we probably did. Yeah, probably every week here. Um, but the, the, but maybe is there something that you like? You have to, you have to complete the game, or basically find out whatever the the secret of the island is. Escape from the island before your before you start death, before before your resources run out, before something bad happens, and that's what. That I mean, kind of gives you some pressure to organising your... Yeah, there's, a, there's an ultimate goal, and the ultimate goal will always be escape from the island. And, you know, discovering the secret is just part of the journey that you take, right? Like, maybe there's yeah. a hunting area near you that can run dry of resources, that, that maybe there's a finite amount of resources. And so the, you have to go further span, out to get them. Exactly. The game span is surviving as long as you can, or as much time as it takes to build a boat or you know signal down a ship or whatever okay um maybe i don't I, okay I don't know. and then and then all so the secret what, weird stuff that happens throughout is just stuff that you just discover as you explore before we go too far into this one 
James, what? How do you feel about it at this point? What What is the game in your head? For me, it's first person. You land on the island. You have that crash. You yourself. You can choose to basically go alone. You can go exploring. You can find shelter, uh, and there is that still that survival aspect. You might have a camp where you've got other people, but maybe it's a bit like Mass Effect style, where you can choose your loadout, as it were. You can choose your team to come with you and forage and go and get stuff. Um, yeah, but I don't know all the resource management stuff. I, I I'm like, yeah, it's all fine. Oh. But, oh, James, we can't hear you. You've cut out. Oh, no. Hello? No, you're back. <laughs> oh, no, you're back. You're back. You're Sorry. Back. Sorry. Sorry. Carry on. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but yeah, the resource management side of things, I think, is fine. But I would want to be able to say, okay, let's say I go and find uh, a bunch of cotton and uh, some bottles, and I can take that back to the camp, and I can say to other NPC, hey, uh, could you build a water purifier? And they can, like, you can start automating some of that survival stuff so that you can go and explore more uh, so you, you teach camp you teach camp members to make stuff which is essentially automation yeah i think they're so. just I doing think, this stuff for I you i think now. that that way you can still have the story elements where you go out maybe bring people with you you build trust amongst the the camp if you're not foraging and not finding anything they start getting angry maybe there's infighting maybe some of them split off and go and become enemies maybe that's the that's the the goal is to keep everybody happy. Otherwise, they go off and they become a problem for you and you start fighting over the minimal resources that are on the island while actually trying to get rescued and find the secrets to all these secret things. And you've got your notebook and you're drawing a map. And uh, <laughs> that's what I love, the, the idea of the map. Like if you have if you have base camp at the end of every day, you've you've wandered around and you come back and you're like, okay, we visited this area today. This is what it looks like. And you can draw it on the map. So like mm. after a week of playing, you know, in game days, then you have a rough idea, a very rough map that you've drawn that that might be completely off. Um, but you have a base idea of like, you know, what what the island is, looks like. And you, as you start to uncover more and more of that. And I, I think um, the, uh, the, the, night, the, the day-night cycle is super important. I think that... Have you guys ever played a, a board game called Ravine? Uh, no. no. So it was, so. Um, How, it was it? a kick, one of those like massively over uh, funded Kickstarters. It's a really fun game, but it's basically you crash land on an island and you have to go out and forage. Interesting. You have heart tokens and you spend <laughs> your heart tokens to go and forage and find food or materials that you can craft into spears and shelters. But then you have a night cycle where you get a random effect, which might be uh fog or rain or uh a bear attack so you've got to prepare your materials and your in, and craft spears and make sure you've got enough hearts to survive the night the thing that i think is really great about that game is that if you get down to one heart you go mad and you draw a madness card <laughs> and you have to act out whatever it says on the madness card talking about sanity meters and things i think if if you've got Sanatometer, sorry. I think we need a, a, a madanometer where I think characters could go mad. The That's the same M thing, isn't it? That's exactly the same thing. No, 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 no. But it's madness. It's, it's not just sanity. It's like they go, they go 
actually crazy and they go and maybe they b- destroy your camp or they steal all the food and run away or they don't want to escape anymore they want to stay on the island and they want to stop you from escaping so like Rim so they have to destroy yeah. your resources <laughs> tom stop suggesting other games we're not allowed to do that <laughs> i've been told <laughs> off so for me the other games are similar to um robinson crusoe i will say oh okay to clarify when i googled ravine i didn't know what i was expecting other than just pictures of ravines until i turned in board game after it (laughs) (laughs) so the the other thing that i was thinking of while while you were talking about that like especially like the having the the first person element of the island and walking around with the day and night cycle and covering mysteries and things is uh and this is something i don't think we've mentioned so far is the um outer wilds where Mm. you have Oh, you mean the best game that, ever made? The best game ever so made. So good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, having yeah. that that idea of like, there's a, there's a huge mystery to uncover. That's why that's what Outer Worlds nails for me more than any mm. other game, where you really feel like you are you are learning something. Yeah. You're learning the history of what's going on in this world, but that is also affecting the part uh, the present of what's going to happen. And and uh, yeah, you're slowly like. You're basically—I mean—you literally are filling in the pages, right? Because when mm. you when you do something in Outer Wilds, it, it updates your your journal, and that that discovery element, I think, is something that just feels like really fucking cool. And that, but that could apply to both of your versions of what this game could be, Chris. Uh, now, hear me out. Why don't we okay. just call it the oh, Outer God. Isles, right? <laughs> okay. We shouldn't give him a talking <laughs> stick anymore. <laughs> this is my own pen. <laughs> Just holding a pen. Lost. It's lost. Colon, the Outer Isles. Right, there we go. We don't need any more games with right. outer in the title, is all I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> the Inner Isles. The Inner Isles. <laughs> so, so that- Alex and Chris, what, do you, what, yeah. what one do you think you would go with? Do you go with... Uh, James's first-person journal-building survival uh, sandbox—I suppose sandboxing in a sense—mystery exploration game, which is basically what you pitched at the start. Or do you go with Robinson Crusoe, the board game, <laughs> which is basically my idea? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chris, I prefer James's mostly before mostly before Tom has a, gives me a look. Mostly because I really, I, as, as Alex said earlier, and as we were talking about, I love the idea of having these environmental puzzles like The Witness, where you can, mm, yeah. where you see a small, like you pick up a rune or something and you're like, okay, there's a pattern on that. And then something, you just, you see something and you're like, oh God, wait, that, that resembles that thing. But it's like a huge monolithic version. And you're like, this means something. Uh, you don't get, I don't you can't get that from a top down strategy, like, but can you? Can you? Get, like, that's, no, really can. Really. that's what's kind of exciting me about Tom's idea is that I haven't seen that in a game like that. I, okay, I, how, I do, how do I've you present seen... that, Tom? Okay, so, uh, the explorer finds, uh, the event comes up, the explorer sees like this pillar. The picture shows this pillar and it just describes the scene in front of you. The explorer opens the, like spreads the trees wide and all of a sudden he finds a <laughs> pillar with a symbol carved into it and he's got a couple of options of what he can do maybe he can loot around the base of the pillar or maybe he can like try and discover more about it but then later on the explorer finds another event that he sees like this symbol and you're like wait i've i've seen that symbol before 
So then you take him back to the previous hex where that event happened the first time, and it gives you it gives you events, it gives you that, solutions to that's the events just, that's based just on other events. Matching a pair, that's like that puzzle game where you flip a card over, you see you a, a apple, said, and you have to find the other one. Yeah, but the, the, with, with the witness, <laughs> with the witness, you could be running around, and you, in the corner of your eye, you just see something all fit together, and it's the excitement of you figuring that out, not going, oh, I remember seeing that two seconds ago on another tile. You're if, if, when you're when you find it yourself, the 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 achievement is so much better than going. But you're basically given it though, in your version. But in no, this, I don't think you're being given. You you're, you're, you're experiencing it in a different way. Like I, I love the idea. Like I mean, and the, the whole the whole map thing, for example, like that could apply on Tom's idea as well. Say, for example, you're sending out your explorers. When they come back, if they survive, then you get a new. They're like, okay, I've gone to this portion of the island. There's a little cove here. I've never been there before. Let's map it out, and you add it to your map more and more. And as and then perhaps you have like an archaeologist who is looking around and they're discovering these. They're the people who bring back these puzzles. And you you have to I don't know I don't know. Say for example, you're figuring out these puzzles. When you solve a puzzle, you see that it makes I don't know. You get a certain, like a weird shape out of it. And then when you've solved enough, you realize you put all the shapes together to make an insignia or a strange a, you know a strange shape that you've never seen before. Then eventually, when you manage to map out a lot of the island. You look at the map and realize that that insignia is, I don't know, is the shape of the river or something, and which then uncovers more secrets. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you can, you can have that feeling. And the, yeah. the benefit, well, the benefit Tom's of um, going Tom's route is that you, you could make it much bigger. Like, if, if I'm thinking about myself making this, it's like, okay, doing first person 3D, huge island, loads yeah. of puzzles. It's, it's, a, it's a massive, massive undertaking. Whereas if you do a hex-based uh, exploration island type game there, you, you can do that relatively cheaply in comparison. So you could add and so much more mystery to what linear. you could do. And you could do linear. Yeah. 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 Well, no, also, I think the hex thing encourages too. linear with, with open world. And this is obviously why people find so many, like open world games have so many more bugs and stuff. It's because you don't yeah. know what people are going to do. You you could mm. be like, go here, and they look at that, and they immediately turn around and walk off in the other direction. And you're like, mm. no, please don't do that. <laughs> you yeah. can't decide. When you give people the choice yeah. to do that, they're going to do weird stuff. When yeah. you've got a game where the rule set dictates how they can move, how they can do certain things, it's not. there is a lot that can go wrong still, but there's there's less things that players can do that can muck it up. I mean, if and I think yeah, of you, something... You can then unveil the story how you want to. <laughs> yeah. If I think of a, a recent Go game James. I played called uh, For the King, which is a, it's a tile-based sort of hex exploration uh, campaign. Yeah, yeah I've played it, that. I'm th it, I mean, you could do something like Go that, really. And then what they what they do is that when you go into combat, so you, you zoom in on the combat and you have a you know turn-based thing there maybe if there's a puzzle to solve yeah, that's what renowned explorers is you like could as well. zoom in and it's like you maybe you do the mini game or something that is the puzzle or i mean i, I think you lose a bit of that uh the wonder of discovering something out of the corner of your eye or seeing the patterns but you could do okay. it in other ways yeah. okay. for sure how about this so when your explorer goes out and explores stuff he comes back i think he draws a relatively crude map of basically the basic like the very very uh, minor detail, like it, it's just a. He just draws his dick. No, he um he draws the island in its shape. There's some trees here. There's a mountain here. There's a river here. Like yeah. it's very very basic. It's not super detailed. 
like, yeah, you could send different people out and maybe they'll add to the map and say, like, maybe the hunter goes out and he sees some tracks and he's like, okay, no, this is important because this means there's like a hunting area or whatever. So he finds different stuff, adds it to the map. If you have an event where you find this weird looking monolith, the explorer might say, the event will come up for the explorer and he does a very basic exploration of it, but he can't really do much with it. So you can then, yeah. as as a... Uh, you can you can draw on it and you can draw on the map yourself. So you can say, well, you can write on there weird monolith or you can draw the symbol that you see on the monolith so you can add to the map yourself as well. So maybe when the explorer finds that, that like. puzzle that you piece yeah. together and it makes that symbol, you're like, oh shit, that symbol actually is important. Um, so yeah, it is kind of that. I've seen this symbol somewhere before, but I mean, there's obviously other stuff. You I don't think do there's anything well. wrong with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's I think that's cool. Like, I think that's a really cool thing to to happen. Like being able to put like just just that, that feeling of like something clicking in your head where you're like, shit, I know that. And then you know you're like that feeling of slowly solving the puzzle. I think is great. Yeah. Also, it's that's up to what you I was kind to, of imagining to to mark these places on the map yourself as well. Like the explorer yeah. doesn't do it. He just set, he just draws a pillar there or whatever. But when you look at the picture, there's different like special features about this pillar that might be important later on. Um, maybe in the late game, you found like 20 different pillars across the map, all with different symbols. And then you find something in, 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 uh, that has, you know, this symbol will show you the way. And then you're like, okay, so that pillar, this pillar, and this pillar all now mean something. So they're correlating to something. Um, what I, is I it? Know. What is the something? What's the secret of the island? The secret <laughs> of the island. Bears. Control Polar the island. Bears. Yeah. What if it's the it's, portal to hell? If it's Doom Doom Five? <laughs> it's, <not> <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually <laughs> at the end. What you get is you have to watch in real time, and we can't pause it. It's just every episode of Lost. Yeah. <laughs> and then the JJ Abrams comes in at the end. And then just ruins that franchise as well. Every episode right. of Lost commentated by JJ Abrams. <laughs> yeah. You you get to the center of the universe. And then it zooms all the way back to the first planet you started on, and you never actually got to the center of the universe, and you just start the game again. You wake up, I and it was all a dream. A really cool ending. Yeah. And then you hear a banjo. Ding, it was purgatory ding, all along. Ding. Oh, the music in Outer Wilds. There's just so many feels. <laughs> it's so good. That game yeah, is so good. Shit. I finished it it's about two so weeks ago. Well, we all good. we already know that the music for our game is being done by Gary Newman. Yeah. We've already decided this. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Newman's out of wild. But that, maybe that <laughs> so ties into the story. Dun, dun, like dun. The, the island is from the 80s, and that's when uh, you discover. Like, can we do a Metal Gear the thing? Game where is we find everyone's everyone's on acid. That's the game. <laughs> yeah. It's just a yeah. massive trip. You you just go to the woods okay, and you eat a mushroom and you, you go mad. Yeah, and then the do we have you leaving the nightclub? <laughs> do we have a better name than the outer isles is that what this game is going to be we, called yeah gary newman's the outer isles gary newman's the outer isles <laughs> no, produced by jj abrams <laughs> i feel produced like bad robot. well i think they're both fantastic ideas i would probably I, i'm getting initially more excited by the idea of the first person but i feel like tom's idea is so could be so unique and different that, that excites me in a very different way. Oh, um, so I, I feel like I feel like we should stick with that one, and well, I say mean, we can have both. Why don't we call this episode like a <laughs> when, ja- like, uh, my when one James has to lost the board yeah. game, and then James's one is the Outer Isles with JJ Abrams <laughs> and Hurley, and then uh, people can choose which one they prefer. 
But then when we go around to ask James and Chris if James is going to make your game or if he'll play it, he'll just be like, no, shit. <laughs> no, I, I, no, no, no. I, I, I like James's idea and I think James like, likes my idea. So it's up to me and Alex. That's right, yeah. Maybe it's up to the audience, like Tom says. Maybe it's up no, to the viewers. No, they don't get an opinion. It's up to me and you, Alex. <laughs> they're, not here, they're not here right now. If they're going to hear this in two weeks' time. P.O. Box. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> All right, Chris, what are your feelings? I like both, to be honest. They both have their own... They both have their own merits. They both have their own things that could go horribly wrong with them and be boring about them. Hmm. Um, wow. Well, <laughs> that, does that mean you like them? Is that? <laughs> yeah. I feel like you've qualified you like it by something confusing. <laughs> which no, one would in you like, play? So, which one would you make? I, I, I would play both. Oh. Which I would, would probably make yours though tom because it's easier <laughs> i'll take like as, james, as james as james said <laughs> like just 3d without sounding without just making this sound like a horrible expression it really does add another dimension of pain to <laughs> game development <laughs> thanks uh, I mean, out. yeah yeah okay james which would you make which would you play i i would have to agree with chris i would uh make yours tom because it would be so much easier. I would want to make mine because I think I would. I love that idea of doing a cinematic uh, 3D. If you give me Naughty Dog budget, then sure, we can do that. Um, I would play both, so you actually. I to make yours. I would prefer to make mine. I would play both. Okay. I've, 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 looked, I've wanted a good Lost-style island adventure game for a long time. And there are some out there... Uh, haven't we but all? I, I just I want that real Firewatch buzz again. I want that sense of it has to have a very big mystery to the island as well. I think that's the mm, important yeah. thing. Yeah, like yeah, that's it. And that's something I guess game. we haven't come up with, and I guess we won't. But <laughs> but I think hey, this was okay for a pitch that was basically three words. We've come we've come out with two kind of cool games, right? I feel like this it's is how bad. they made the TV show. It's JJ Abrams went in and was like, okay lost and they were like what's that and he was like we'll figure out and then he sorry I'm lost just give me, give me money give me cameras give me people <laughs> um, uh, okay so in one. two good games I think I would very much appreciate if people could uh, I guess they can't leave comments on the uh, on when they're listening to the podcast they can leave comments to listen to on this on YouTube or they can tweet us where can they tweet us Tom? at Pitch Pod pitch please without the vowels pod with the vowel all yeah, we'd love Twitter. to know which one you would play. Hell, if you want, if you want to make a prototype, let's go for it. <laughs> yeah, good <laughs> <one>. <laughs> yeah, Christ. Um, and uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll, we'll speak to you next week. Well, you'll we'll listen speak, to us next week. We'll speak to you next week. We'll speak, we'll we'll speak at you. <laughs> yeah. Are you free next Tuesday? Bye. 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 Bye.